0: Great. This entire place is going to be destroyed. They have one shot at this. Whatever we do, we're playing God. What could we have done differently? Wow. 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 The MCU's Loki has something in common with wine. And it's just they get better with age. And I'm talking about physical appearance like so not he got the fountain of youth tom hiddleston from paul rudd although he has aged very gracefully it's more about how much better this character has gotten over the years and also on top of that the show loki has just gotten better and better with each episode it really feels that way episode three just unreal we finally got who we wanted who i wanted to see and it's Kang the Conqueror back as a variant, Victor Timeless. In this episode, Renslayer and what's her name again, Miss Minutes, go back in time, give a book to Victor Tums as a kid to send him on the path to becoming He Who Remains. Throughout all that, Owen Wilson's Mobius and Tom Hiddleston's Loki are searching for a way to stop the TVA from imploding which brings them to tracking Renslayer's, I guess, time door, whatever they call it, uh, time pad. They meet up in the late 1800s at the Chicago World's Fair where they butt heads. From there, Victor Timely escapes with Miss Minutes and Renslayer. Here's where things get a little weird because it looks like we find out in this episode Miss Minutes kind of had the hots for He Who Remains. Hey, talk about daddy issues. I don't know. (laughs) Regardless, it did not end well for Miss Minutes or Renslayer who find themselves back at the scene of the season one finale where he remains as killed. You see him there just decomposing. It's kind of gross, but it makes sense, I guess. Regardless, it doesn't matter because there's a huge tease at the end where we discover that there's some secret about Renslayer that we don't know about that she's going to get pissed. Part of me wonders if it's manipulation Part of me thinks it's something to do with her lineage and her connection to He Who Remains. Well, we're going to find out the next episode. And we're also definitely going to see more of Jonathan Majors because he was brought into the TVA with Mobius and Loki. It was a nice moment um, where Sylvie let him go. I don't know where Sylvie is now. Hopefully we see more of her because she's awesome. Oh, hey. Oh, you ready? Okay. Okay, let's start. He's walking in now, Quai. That's what I call him, Kwai, because we're homies. One second. Now, sorry, buddy, but we are not homies. In fact, you are a loser and no one loves you. Well, okay, come on, let's shut up. It's my turn now because we are back with another segment, Game of Mischief. All right, honey, let's get started. Life of Loki coming up. What was Alligator Loki's Nexus event? If you guess he ate the wrong neighbor's cat, you are correct. You ready for the next one? I'm going to talk a lot faster now because I just had some maple syrup. Yeah, that's right. Qui on here. Let's continue. Time for Thor or Loki. You ready to guess it? Let's do it. The quote is, now they're but humble tools, full peace." Did you guess Loki? Well, you're about to be slapped silly, son, because that is wrong. The answer is Thor, as quoted in the not good Thor, Love and Thunder. I hope you enjoy Qui-Gon here on another segment of Game of Mischief, and I hope you have a sick week. What I liked about this episode was similar to what I've liked about it so far. I've talked about it more than once, and it's the music. But I want to talk about a particular score that I really enjoyed, and it was the literal opening where they showed the time period that they're in for this episode. It was like that 18 late 1800s vibe, you know, doo-doo-doo. I don't know how, to, I can't make the sound. Actually, fun exercise right now. How about you try and imitate what you think that sounds like? So we're talking late 1800s, I mean, Chicago Fair. Make that sound happen. This is how I envision it. Natalie Holt just doesn't miss. It's just straight up net every single time. Three pointers, layups, dunks. Unreal musical score. I'm going to try and not talk about it, but if there's a specific difference, like today where they had that opening... I'll note that, but I won't keep repeating myself. Hopefully, Loki kind of took a backseat. I felt like in this one, like he's the obviously the main theme, but I really felt like this episode is more focused on Renslayer, Miss Minutes, and Victor Timely, which is good because they're who our ta- antagonists are really. Although I'm starting to feel that Miss Minutes will be the the villain when all the dust settles. So maybe he who remains created her, and that she kind of went crazy. And that's why he's he limits her and doesn't let, allow her to have a body. Although if you have, if Miss Minutes was given a body, I wonder if Tara Strong will. Act. Tara Strong, by the way, is the actress who plays who voices Miss Minutes, and she's known for a lot of really awesome voice roles. I can't remember all of them. I think she did Fairly Odd Parents and The Joker. But either way, like she's like relatively young, she could play like the live action if they bring Miss Minutes to life later on this season. We're halfway through now. There's only six episodes for some reason. So who knows? Maybe she'll uh, be in it. I lost my train of thought now. Jonathan Majors as Victor Timely did not disappoint. He was really on point in... His execution of this character was really good too because it was a very different version of the other characters we've seen him play. So Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man the Lost Mania is angry, he's vicious, he's got that kind of drive to conquer basically, right? But in this one, and if we go back even further, He Who Remains is kind of stoic. He's this veteran version variant, <laughs> triple V, whereas Victor Timely, the, character, the most recent variant that we find is kind of awkward. He's He seems like he's got some good in him, but he's not very confident. He doesn't have that strength that we've seen these other characters. Each one, though, Jonathan Major's crushed. I don't know where his case is going to go. I just want to talk about the character, though, but I don't want anyone to think that I don't acknowledge and I'm not apprehensive of talking about him. I just I, I have to cover the show, right? So I'm just talking about what I see in the show and nothing outside of it. That being said, I do hope we see more variants of Kang because he's important, you know? I don't know what they're going to do. It makes it so weird to talk about, but whatever they end up doing, I'm sure Marvel will crush it because that's one thing they've been really good at is their casting. I also really like Renslayer's portrayal this episode. She seems like not a bad person, but she's been kind of heartbroken, which is actually... I think a connection she shares with Sylvie who knocked her back into the end of time towards the end of this episode. Both these characters are are flawed. They're broken people, which is ironic because they hate each other. Although I don't know if Renslayer hates Sylvie per se, but Sylvie definitely hates her. (laughs) OB is always awesome, but he's not really doing much yet. You just know, though, he's going to have a huge role to play. It's obvious. He's the one that's going to fix everything but so far it hasn't been too big. I'm really excited to see the dynamic between him and Victor Timely because Victor Timely looks up to Obi because he's in the book, the TVA guidebook that was given to him. I also really want to see more of Mobius and I want to see more of Loki because it really felt like, Actually, Mobius was pretty good, that's kind of what I expect him, but Loki needs to have more. It really just feels like he's a passenger in the last episode, and I want him to like drive the story. It's called Loki. I don't know why Marvel and even Star Wars, for example, they keep labeling their shows after the characters. Why don't you just call it TVA, with Loki as the lead? Whatever. Could you imagine if Renslayer is a Loki variant? I don't really know where it's going to go. Because, okay, cool, they're going to fix the TVA. Then what? So how are they going to really wrap the story up? I don't want it to feel rushed or anything like it did with WandaVision. There's only six episodes, which is a little unfortunate. But who knows? Maybe the big secret that Miss Minutes gives Renslayer will completely change everything and have a huge climactic rush to the finish that you know works. What do you think it is? I'm, I'm going to say something crazy. Maybe she's a variant of Loki or Mobius did something to her that she isn't aware of because her other times, like maybe Mobius and Renslayer are from the same time and Mobius is a bad guy because that's what he's worried about, right? What if he's a bad guy in his previous time, which would be crazy if they're from the same time and he did something horrible to her. That'd be really awesome. And maybe Miss Minutes was just saving it for the end. What do you think the secret Miss Minutes told Renslayer is? Make a comment in our Instagram or Twitter and let us know what you think, and we'll see who's right. Do you think we're going to find out next week what Miss Minutes said to Renslayer? I don't know, but I'm really excited to find out and talk to you about it.